Wake up in the morning after the weekend to get an update on the NRL. Me legal counsel. Wake up in the morning after the weekend to get an update on the NRL. My legal counsel. Hits of the weekend scandals on Monday. A story from Jack about a urinal. My legal counsel. Welcome back to Legal Counsel, coming at you live on a beautiful Sydney Portier morning, 7th of March, on the eve of the season kickoff on Thursday. We'll have the first game of the season. This is our traditional preview show, so if, you, uh, if you've been lagging behind the season to date, if you haven't been taking too much stock of what's happening in rugby league, this is going to get you up to speed. This is going to get you sorted on who's going to win the comp, who's going to lose the comp and maybe hopefully a, a couple of little specials to, to make yourself some money. As always, coming to us live from Melbourne, Victoria, Jack, former Hong Kong Rugby League board member and one test Thunderino. How are you, mate? Yeah, good, mate. Um, yeah, a lot of fans giving us feedback. They really want this uh, uh, season preview up and ready to digest. So, um yeah, here we are giving it to them uh, early on a Sunday morning. Um, yeah, last weekend before the the action kicks off, so it's a bit of a it's an interesting feeling this weekend. Um, it's sort of a sort of calm before the storm. Everyone's running around trying to get family stuff in. Um, well, I'm not, but you know most people would be. Mm. And yeah, and then Thursday night it kicks off in uh, in earnest uh, at Tawara. Nikau Lower Right League Memorial Stadium, and I'll be going down there. You'll be there. Um, and, yeah, the Victorians will just be really just gagging for live rugby league um, after last year. So I'm expecting a big crowd. And, you know, I, I, I we'll, go, we'll touch on it, but I'm sure that the the opening game, Storm versus Rabbitohs, will often be cited early on in the season as a, as a possible grand final at the end. So could really book in this season. Who knows? How... A Victoria going with crowds? Is it a free for all? Uh, oh, good question. You won't I be able to go. It was. You won't be able to go to watch live rugby league down in Victoria, will you? With your state premier? Yeah, I think we are. Well, actually, yeah. Well, I'm going. No matter what it is, I'll jump the fence if I have to. Okay. Um, do you think the build up to the season? It just doesn't seem like there's been enough. I don't know. Are they have they pulled back the trial games? I mean. I know that the Warriors, given their situation, have had maybe they cancelled a training uh, preseason game or something. What? Did, I just don't feel like there's been that traditional, you know, two or three weeks worth of, you know, ins and outs and a bit of bit of noise around the around the game. I feel like it's been a quiet off season. Uh, I wouldn't. I don't think it's any different than other seasons. I, I do take your point on the the preseason trials. Like there's, yeah. You usually see two decent preseason trials that are sort of uh, uh, reported on, etc. But every team, other than a couple, had 
really only one preseason trial, and then you had some other teams play sort of some Mickey Mouse games that they called off after 65 or 70 minutes. So, look, I think that might actually just be uh, clubs maybe changing their tune a bit. I mean, going two trials might be overkill given the risk to players. Mm. Um, I don't know, maybe something to do with. Oh no, the other thing about it is last year finished later, right? Good call. When was the grand final last year? It was mid-November, wasn't it? It was a month or so later. It was um, uh, end of October rather than start of October, you know? Uh, So a month later. Yeah. So I think that's played into a little bit of the preparations of both, you know, the the participating players uh, and officials and media. And then they don't forget they had state football after that, which was... Yeah, exactly. Mm. Queensland 2-1, was it? Queensland two one yeah and I think that finished end of November maybe even got maybe even gone to December I can't remember but yeah it was it was a different season last year so that's had some small ramifications on this year you know but it was this time last year we would have done our preview show and life would have been sort of normal you know the we're, COVID, we're a week the out quality. I remember What's when that? we're a week out it it started to hit the fan Friday March the thirteenth and then Monday. The 13th of March is when it all came tumbling down. So we're just about shy on a year of, of everything. And you'd have to say that it's pretty much we're lucky over here. Probably Sydney more so than Melbourne that things are pretty much back to normal, barring, yep. you know, the odd uh, extended crowd situation. So it's going to be interesting to see how and what the scenarios for the crowds are. Because I actually don't know. I haven't heard who's um and you saying that you're going down to the storm game this thursday makes me think i haven't actually heard an announcement about crowds this year uh this year yet so pretty interesting i mean will, yeah, well, will actually, we see people I'm, on the hill in brookie this this sunday i mean it doesn't yeah it's, it's a good point though i haven't even thought about it i've just assumed it's going forward but i mean i'm always a late ticket getter because i like that flexibility mm. um so i'll have a look now okay well what we're going to do as we always do is we're going to run through the teams. We're going to go through in alphabetical order as to um, just to give it a little bit of structure. We're going to go through the teams. We're going to make sure that we give give the listeners what they want, our top eight, our top four, our minor premiers, our premiers, and our wooden spoon. Um, so hopefully that should be... It's, it'll be an extended show. Um, so buckle up. Just ease into the ease into the Monday drive or the Sunday um, the Sunday try and get some sleep after a, after a long bender. This could be a a little bit longer than normal. So okay, so I'm just going to buy tickets. It says social distancing tickets. This mm-hmm. is for Tauranika Lower Right League Memorial Stadium. Seating for this event has been allocated by aisle and row, aisle and row. So there will be no specific seat numbers on your tickets. Ticket holders in your group can sit together, but we'll need to leave a two-seat gap between you and the next group. Ah, yeah. Pretty much pretty much as normal as you can get, really, isn't it? Yeah, but, yeah. You still agree. can go see live rugby league, which is what you want. Agree. All right. Starting off our preview show for the year. Brisbane Broncos coming off. Do you know how many um, games the Broncos lost? Uh, won last year? Four. They won three games. And their points difference was minus 356. <laughs> so I think that's that's as bad a season 
as you know, we're talking early noughties Rabbitohs when they were coming back into the comp yep. where they were just getting flogged by 50 points every week. Mid-2000 nights? Yeah, no, no. Mid-2000, mid, mid-2010s mid nights. Teams, I mean, 2010s, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'm thinking late 90s uh, Magpies. You had a couple of just terrible yeah, years. Quite. Early, early Gold Coast. But that, yep. that, that is, on record, as bad as you can possibly get. Now, they fired, um, fuck, I can't even remember his name. Seabold. Seabold. When was the last time you heard Seabold's name? Well, he's coaching on the Knights now. Is he? Yep. Fuck. He'll be under the radar for a couple of years. He'll rear his head again. Might, he will get another head coaching job. Fuck off. The Harvard graduate. He will. Um, he's not a Harvard graduate. He got a certificate. He did a course. Oh, did he? <laughs> yeah. Um, so the Broncos coming off one of the worst seasons ever. And this is their recruitment. Dale Copley, David Mead, and John Asiata. These are their losses. McCulloch, David Fafita. It's quite a big one. Darius is gone. He's retired. Matt Gillett's retired. Sean O'Sullivan, Jack Bird, Joe Offerhangarway, Jamil Hopawadi, who he'll be in jail. Jordan Kahu, Richie Kenner, Isaac Luke. So... Their best, oh, sorry, their predicted lineup for round one. No, Isaac Luke's a loss, is he? Well, he hasn't been signed. I don't think he's got a contract. Interesting. I thought, I mean, he's one of their better players. No, he's not. He's he's cooked. This is their predicted lineup. Yasako Coates, origin player, uh, Xavier Coates, Tessie New and Herbie Farnsworth in the centre, Jesse Arthurs, Milford and Croft, so the dead in experiment at seven. Well, he's not really experiment. He's just so young, I guess. So they're probably bringing him along. Hold on, no, no, no. Dead and will play. You're just reading off some fucking website. Like I did hear that Croft is the inside running. Yeah, okay, but I mean, oh god, he's quite bad, isn't he? Yeah, he's rotten. Matt Lodge, Jake Turpin, who'll be fully uh, fit and healthy. Thomas Fledger, because Payne Haas is suspended for how many games? Uh, four. What did he actually do? Uh, threaten to cop. We talked about this on an earlier show. Yeah, that's you know, right. That's the way I like our props. That's <laughs> true. Alex Glenn, TPJ, who it's strange to see that he's there still. Patrick Carrigan, Jordan Ricky, Corey Oates on the bench, John Asiata, and then Tommy Dean on the bench. And then others in the squad, um, just to pick a couple of names out, Corey Pakes. And Katoni Staggs will be back. Ben Teo's still signed. So Katoni Staggs will come into the centres yep. um, when he's when he's back. So, look, in terms of talent, they've got they've got a pretty decent amount, but this is no different than last year. They had a lot of talent last year, which is what was the big surprise. Something's got, rotten. They've got a different coach. Pardon? But they've got a different coach. And Kevin Walters, who you don't, you don't rate, do you? No, I think the guy's... Um, he's going to be one of the more... Uh, car crash of a NRL coaches that we're going to see. I think that he'll get extended time with the Broncos, but I think he'll last a year and a half. And I think that the the pain and suffering that Broncos fans experienced last year is going to continue to some degree. But I, I think it's going to be 
more of the hilarity, embarrassment kind, because you're going to have to listen to Kevin Walton's talk on um, press conferences and explain things. He's going to come up with some of the great one-liners, unintentional comedy. Um, I just don't think that the guys... I mean, have you, you, you listen to someone on Fox Sports and you think, okay, that guy knows his league. He sounds like someone I could play for and sounds like a coach. Kevin Walters is not that guy. Yeah, look, I just the, the Broncos franchise, the fans have never had to experience anything like this. Mm. And I think a little bit about, I think that's where Volandis and maybe the NRL was actually jumping on. There has been in the off-season a more chat about the second Brisbane team. What's happening? The, well, I think Volandis said maybe 2023 or something. But, mm. I, but I mean, it's a great opportunity. Like There must be some, you know, less durable fans than, say, us that support the Broncos that have never been in this position and are ready to jump ship. Yeah, um, well, it's well, pretty the, bad, you know. That They are getting... Um, Brisbane are getting another team. Well, Queensland are getting another team. That's correct? Uh, don't think it's actually been fully inked up, but that's the chat. Um, so, Milford, Anthony Milford, still there at six. You're basically tied to... The Broncos are tied to Milford, their success. Yeah, it's sad. It's a... When he first started he, with them, he had some excitement and some real dynamism, but far out, that's gone, hasn't it? Well, they made the grand final. Arguably, right. look, they, they, they should have won that um, title under Wayne. And yep. then we'd be thinking, fuck me. Like, that, the conversation of the last four or five years would have been a lot easier to stomach if they got that title in 15. But they didn't. Half their team has sort of slowly gone. But Milford just seems to be the one beacon of that team. They've just thrown around and supported. He's been absolutely rubbish the last couple of years. And yep. I think the thing that you look at the Broncos is who's leading this team around? I think Alex Glenn and... Kerrigan, Kerrigan. Was the, Kerrigan was the captain last year. I know, I know. Rudderless. And I mean, Matthew Lodge, I mean, Jesus, just, it's it's almost sad, but I don't like the Broncos, but it's how a one-town team like this can get in this position. And where does it come? I mean, there's a couple of questions, questionable things. Darren Lockyer being on the board and just going all in on Seabold, on the basis of what, in retrospect? I think he... So that would have been, honestly, a lot better going with Kevin Walters than Seabold, and I honestly believe that. In retrospect, what did Seabold do with the Rabbitohs? He got them to a semi, didn't he? Yep. Yeah, where they lost to the Raiders, who went on to make the grand final. Wow, that's just... Hang on, is that right? Seabold's first, Seabold's second season last year, wasn't it? Uh, so no, I'm wrong about that. He got them to a semi anyway. I'm just trying to remember what semi that was. It was largely a successful year though that year, and I always thought it was interesting how he left. He he turfed the Rabbitohs too quickly, didn't he, Seabold? I know. After after he had dogged Meds to get in mm. that position, it was just I don't know. At that stage, the Broncos, as we said, are a glamour club. Well, they were. And that, that Broncos head coaching position was, his, I mean, in all 
in all normal world, taking that role, you have to be an absolute dunce to get it wrong, right? Yeah. Like you gave Nathan Brown the old Broncos team. He's not going to destroy them. Hmm. No, he's not. I, I, I think well, they just gave like, up. The players gave up last like year. Matthew Elliott would be great there. Pardon? Like somebody like Matthew Elliott would be amazing Fuck. with the, the Broncos resources they've got. Yeah, I, I don't know. Something just it's just not right there. There's something not right there. The players were wanting out. It was the classic, you know. There's just no leadership there. No one was just, you know. I guess the traditional old Broncos, which you know the talking heads and the Renoffs and all that, will be talking talking about a lot in the media. But there's just and it was they were the just same stuff week in week out, which I don't like talking about trials. But it was exactly the same in the trials, right? They got mm. away, competed for the first forty, mm. fifty minutes, and then just fell away. Like that was just last year. Mm. It was just like watching a a movie for the hundredth time. You know, yeah. you knew what was going to happen. 100%. And they knew what was going to happen in the back of their mind, which was almost the the worst part. Yeah, it was um, it was really bad. So Broncos, I don't have them making the eight. I don't even have them making the 10 no, or 11, really. So I'm probably looking at them as a spoon contender. Um, I'm not willing to give them the spoon because I have a red-hot favorite for that. Um, but they're bottom bottom four, bottom five team for me. Yeah, same same with me. Probably at the higher side of bottom four, bottom five. Yep. Nice. All right. So Raiders. Um, pretty good year last year. The Raiders finished fifth on points differential. Um, a tremendous win against the Roosters. The SCG, was it? Yep. And then they you went You were there, weren't you? No, you weren't. No. And then they went on to lose to the Storm. And really? let's be honest, though, they just did not turn up against the Storm. Hmm. And there, I think, if you look back in history, it's always a blowout in a semi-final that hmm. closes a championship window. Hmm. And they just didn't turn up. Hmm. Okay. Look at... Uh, Warriors 2003. I mean, we actually competed against the Panthers in that city, oh, but that was that was window shut, and the window is shut. Uh, you're, you're you're just you're trying to back up a notion that you 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 you're, you've got this thing in your head that the Raiders' premiership window is shut, and you're trying to justify it. That is just you don't you can't back it up with that stat. That sh- getting blown out in the semi-final stat. Now let's go through the the, the Raiders because Higgins 2011. Didn't even make the semis. Okay, you, you tested me. New faces. Harry Rushton from Wigan. Do you know much about him? No. So you'd have to say that if he's a POM now coming to the Raiders, we're going to expect good things from him. Uh, Yeah, get, yep, I guess so. They've got the culture to bring the POMs in. Yeah. Ryan James. I think it says something about the north of England when they're very attracted to Canberra. <laughs> Absolutely. Ryan James will play after having an ACL last year. Caleb Atkins has come across from the Panthers and Albert Hopawati. Is Albert Hopawati the one that was loaned to the Warriors but didn't play last year? So he's really, he's got a massive rap on him? Uh, yes, yep, yep, yep. Wow. He's got a massive. 
That's that's yeah. that's a big get. The losses, uh, John Bateman, who was up and down last year, then he really finished well, so he will be missed. Nick Cottridge to the Dogs, Michael Oldfield to the Eels, and Sebastian Chris is released. Woozy. No, no, that, we, what, recently? Uh, as recent as this um, NRL.com that I'm reading off. So, Sebastian Chris is in the, I'm sure he's in the, we'll have to check that out with our, our Middle East correspondent, uh, Ben Hayden, because I'm sure We'll get him, we'll get Hados onto it. Um, predicted lineup for the Raiders. Chance at one. Bailey Simonson, who was out for the season on the wing. Matthew Tomoko, Curtis Scott in the centres. Hang on, this is okay. This is round one potentially round one, because that, yeah. Croker will be injured. Is Croker carrying an injury? Yeah, but I'm hearing that he might be back for next week. Jordan Rapana at five. Um, good to see him turning his back on the the um, contact sport. Jack White and George Williams will have a second year with them, so you imagine that the combination will grow there. Um, I'm expecting good things from George Williams this year. Papali Hodgins back from a pretty serious injury. Dunamis Louis, Hudson Young, who I we want to hate, but fuck, he is good. He is awesome. Elliot Whitehead, probably on the downside of his prime now. I'd expect potentially if there's someone that can push him harder that he might even relegate to the bench. Joseph Tapanay, Starling, Guler, Soiola, and Ryan James. And then, you know, you've got the likes of Hornsborough, Harawira and Naira, um, Ryan Sutton. To come in, um, Croker, as we mentioned, depth, don't they for just those injuries that had come? Pardon me. They've got tremendous depth. In fact, that 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 side will probably look a little bit different because Hornsborough is going and Corey Harrower and Nair is going to come in. Um, I mean, Harry Rushton, if they've brought him over from the UK, I don't actually know what position Harry Rushton plays. Um, Every half, I believe. Really interesting. Salila Havili is always a, a favourite to to fuck a game up in the last five minutes. And then Sam Williams. Now, Sam Williams. You hate Havili, don't you? I yep. just, but. And Velamai, semi Velamai. So maybe, maybe he is the, uh, the guy they're looking at to take over from, uh, Elliot Whitehead. So he's just, Harry Russian's a second row. Could be a little, yep. um, could be a good pickup on Supercoach. Right. Maybe under the radar. Uh, we did have our Supercoach draft. When was that? Two weeks ago was when you came up and we watched the Indigenous game. Who was yep. who was your first round pick? Cody Walker. Cody Walker. Yeah, he was phenomenal last year. What pick did you have? Four. Uh, like nah, eight. Did oh no, no, I did it. I had four. Yeah, pick right. four. I was pick eleven, and I got. I probably didn't have too much of a decision on my hands. But I got uh, Brown Jesus gifted to me. You can't go wrong with Brown Jesus, can you? In a, in a fantasy. Nah, you can't. He's done the job for me for year, for a couple of years he before. He has. And then I had the swing back around pick 14. I think I had 12 and 13. Sorry, I had 12 and 13. I kind of panicked a little bit and just sort of saw the rankings. I didn't do too much research. And I took Gutho. <laughs> and I'm... <laughs> I'm looking forward. See, if you're going against Gutho, it's fun because you're like, fuck this guy. But if you're going for Gutho, it's also fun. He's a, just a, he's a fun guy to root for, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, agree, agree. And, and I mean, that's the one thing, and I think people have brought up, that you got, actually want people on your team that you like. Oh, absolutely. 
There's a no. There's a no fuckwits rule in in my fantasy um, team for sure. There's no. There's no Mitchell Moses coming near my team or Ryan Madison. I don't care how good they are. Yep. And that's probably why I've never made the playoffs. Um, I will just Bailey Simonson. I just want to pull you up on something you said for the Raiders. Bailey Simonson wasn't out for the whole year last year. I said he was out for the majority of the season. He he got injured out around I'd say round four, round five. Now he yeah, was starting I at the start he of the just year. Couldn't make it break in for a while because they still had Cottridge. Yeah, Cottridge anyway, and Simpson. We'll Cottridge and Simpson were the wings because Rapana was in the rugby, and then Rapana came back and slowly fought his way in only because of a Simpson injury. Uh, I think you're right. That's one of the pulls to get Rapana back from the devil sport. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Um, now I think this is this depth, as we've just found out. Then is that is a that is a rugby league squad. Um, the Raiders have lost in a major semi final and a grand final. They have a premiership window which is wide open. The door is swung open, and it's not about to close because their their key players, um, Whiten. Papali, um, I guess you sort of move a slight um, with oh, Patapane, and then George Williams. Chance is probably a key player for them now. They're, they're very much in the frame for the next four or five years. So I see this being another very, very good year for Raiders fans. And I think that grand final is very much in the conversation. I have them at second. Um second place this year and I see them getting to the grand final and and I see them having a very very good year I'm not sure that they go all the way but I think that they go very very close yeah and I've got them sixth and uh yeah lose the first round of the finals so you're saying that they're sixth and they play seventh come up against a frisky side and yep. and under deliver for the season because there's there is many yeah people. they get beaten by a uh, a turbo inspired oh. uh, manly in the semi ah. who's only played ten regular season games so he's quite fresh okay <clears throat> um if you want to have a punt to win the grand final Raiders are at tens pretty juicy if you ask me for a team that we just read out as as extremely strong on paper they've got. You know, they've got their finals chops. You can't say that they don't have their legs, the finals legs underneath them. Probably the big wild card is, is Hodgson. Because Hodgson was getting slow and he was... I don't think he was near as good as his best before he went down last year. And I think, actually, they played much better under um, with Tommy Starling there. So him coming back and how they play Hodgson is, is a pretty big X factor. Um. Onto the doggies. So the doggies last year, right? Where do you think they finished last year? They finished. How many games do you think they won? Or fourteen? They won four. They won three. They won the same as the Broncos. Uh, Three and seventeen record. A difference of minus two hundred and twenty-two. An utterly appalling year last year. They sacked. Dean Pay, George, uh, Steve Georgialis, who is a, a real career ta- uh, caretaker coach, um, 
took them to, I think he gave them a win, maybe. They were close a couple of times. Actually, they were very willing. Um, they were the willing. Dogs. They were very I willing. I mean, if you can compare them, if you compare the Broncos and Bulldogs. Chalk and cheese. Chalk, well, I mean, they had the same record, but. I know, but they turned up. Like, they turned up under Dean Pay. I, I, I think they shouldn't have fired Dean Pay. No, I agree. I don't I, I know they, what they you're expecting no out of that dog side. They turned up and they were willing every week and they pushed teams, but they had a fucking rotten roster. Yep. Um, Newsflash, spoiler alert, things aren't going to get too much better for you dogs fans. So I think they're going to get slightly better. I think they're, they've got a better, they've got a better team now with a bit of like, I honestly believe Cottridge and Corey Allen give them a bit of flair. Let's go through. They they really lacked, we have to admit that, right? They lacked that last year. Flanagan gives them a bit of control. Hetherington will get in other teams' faces. Look, it's not going to be as bad as last year. I don't know what the Adam Elliott fiasco has done to the team makeup, but I mean, Leacher isn't in the squad, so. Um, Well, Leacher's pretty close to a number of players there. And Adam Elliott, for those listening, I think it was 4 or 5 a.m. in the morning, Leecher gets up out of bed because the party's still going on, walks out to the back veranda, and Adam Elliott's got his hands in the cookie jar with Leecher's missus. Pregnant? No. But fiancé, yeah. I mean, what the fuck? That is rugby. That's a rugby league off-season scandal, isn't it? Oh, I don't know. I mean, to, is it is it newsworthy though? I mean, we're used to this. It d- didn't surprise me. Nah, I mean, it doesn't surprise me at all, especially if it's Leech's mumsy. Oh, okay. So, new faces: Cottridge, the aforementioned Nick Cottridge, Corey Allen, Corey Waddell, Jack Harrington, who I absolutely loved last year for the Warriors. Or would Dell have signed? Yeah. I don't know that. I feel like he's been around for like 35 years, but I can't actually picture his face. Um, Kyle Flanagan, who the Roosters just said, no, nah, no, nah, you're not, you're not half backing a rooster side. You're not rooster quality. They look, they stared Kyle Flanagan in the eye after one season, one fucking season. They said, nah, you ain't rooster quality. They fucking turfed him, didn't they? And the losses, Kieran Foran, Kurid Holland, Marcelo Montoya, Aidan Tolman, Suaso Sue, Jack Cogger, Tim Lafay, and that is that is the losses. So the dogs are pretty much are who they were last year. This is their predicted lineup. Corey Allen at fullback, Nick Meany, who I actually like, Nick Cottridge, Will Hopoate, DWZ, Jake? Avarillo at six, Kyle Flanagan seven, Hetherington, Jeremy Marshall King, Dylan Napa, Josh Jackson, Raymond Fatala Mariner at the aforementioned Adam Elliott, and then Wakem, Ogden, Corey Riddell, and Renoff Antoni. It looks like Renoff Two Muggers changed his name because you're not going to get a second. He off. He's done it. He is. It's a. Uh... It's one of those, his dad's a prick one. Really? Well, that's generally what happens when uh, 
yeah. people change their name at that age. It's like, oh, now my dad's a big Hogan or something. Yeah. So other guys that are going to come into the squad here and there, Oakenboer, Lachlan Lewis, Chris Smith, and Luke Thompson, who was just an absolute powder puff last year, wasn't he? Yeah. I wouldn't say a powder puff, but yeah. Luke Thompson. He got dropped to the bench, at least. Yep. Um, The dogs, I have around that 13th, 14th. Um, I think the, the, the Trent Barrett, um, the, the, we're going to get, I mentioned before with Kevin Walters, Trent's going to have some interesting moments behind the microphone this year. Um, there's going to be some really good panning camera shots into the Stadium Australia coaching box, and Trent Barrett's going to be sipping on a Mount Franklin water, just staring into the distance, looking extremely vacant as the dogs go down 38-12. The, doggy, the doggies aren't doing anything this year for me. Really? I think they... Don't. They no, I mean they're not going to be near the eight, but they're yeah. going to just be annoying for teams. Yeah, they'll fuck up a few couple of teams' um, finals aspirations at the end of the season, won't they? Yeah, um, and that's and they've done that for the last five years or so. They're just been fucking annoying because they get better as the season goes on. Um, so it's almost like it's unfair if you get to play them in round ten. If, uh, if unless if you get to play them in round twenty-one. Yeah, you, you want the dogs early. You want the dogs round three. Yeah. And no, maybe just... No, you want them just after the season sort of uh, start, you know, you know, when you're a bit lifted there, and then they go into that massive lull. Yeah. And then they start to get it round together to sort of... Yeah, it's an odd one. Great to see in this picture that I'm looking of Josh Jackson. No, no sponsor emblazoned across the front of the jersey. No rashes. Is there a club that just... Can't I mean it's it's a grand final between the dogs and the sharks about who who's the poorest manager of their sponsors on the front of the jersey, Correct. isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean the dogs have ne- haven't done themselves any favors. Most uh, organisations that have uh, a decent amount of shareholders or an owner with some sort of morals don't want to be associated with them, unfortunately. I mean, get back to the auto days of your Mitsubishi trucks and your Hyundai's. Like, mate, that was working for you. Like, pop down the road, drive down Paramount Road, swing yourself into Honda, and then get yourself a sponsorship. Just they had mate. some sort of home loans there for a while too, and yeah. Stardome. Remember yeah. Stardome? I didn't, never ended. I think Bradley Cooper told me once what it was. Uh, what it actually meant. It was some big development that fell through mm. on dodgy money. Well, Br- Bradley Cooper, who is big. Big, uh, and the namesake of the actor, big dogs fan. Just came back from the States. Had a few um, schooners on Friday night and texted me saying that the dogs are going to be frisky. And I felt so bad that I said, yeah, man, I've got them in the eight this year. Just because I didn't want to ruin his night. But I'm sorry, Coops. I've got to come clean, mate. You get in 14th. And, and that you should view that as quite a quite a good season. Um, Now, we are going on to a very... Very interesting, interesting team for me. Um, we're going into the Sharkies, and it's a pretty tough team 
to get a read on this year. Um, anything could happen. Like, I think the range of outcomes for this team truly is almost any position on the ladder. Like, the, the talent that these guys have. Um, now, they ended up um, having a pretty good season before they lost Sean Johnson in a game against the Roosters. And they actually just ended up having some awful, awful um, injury luck. But they ended up sneaking into the eight. Um, and they pushed the Raiders. They were up on the Raiders in Canberra. Um, and I had a big punt on the Raiders. I was packing myself. And the Raiders ended up coming over the top of them. But it was a no-name Sharks team. They had like five or six guys um, out of their, maybe even more. And they pushed the Raiders for a half and they got ran over the top of. That's right. But the Sharkies, new faces. I mean, I'm reading out this new face, but I feel like he's just the quintessential shark who's been there for 10 years. Aiden Tolman. Um, Luke Metcalf from the Eagles. So the recruitment drive from the Sharks did a little lap around Northies and then back into the car park of Shark Park and, and basically just that was it. They just yep. literally haven't brought anyone in. They've lost... Bakuya Scott Sorensen's gone to the Panthers. That's going to be an under the radar um, signing. It is, definitely. Bryson Goodwin, Cameron King. Um, they've signed Cameron McInnes in 2022, but that doesn't mean anything for 2021. A predicted lineup of Bubba Kennedy, Sione Katoa, who came of age last year, was awesome. Jesse Ramian, the artist formerly known as Headgear Dugan. Ronaldo Mulatalo, Moylan and Townsend are in the halves. I'm presuming that it's going to take Johnson probably half a season to come back. Brendan Hamlin Ueli, Blake, Blake Braley, Sharon Woods, Nakora Graham, Toby Rudolph, and then Connor Tracy Fafida, who looked... Andrew Fafida. Was it just me, or did he look in the best shape of his life in that Indigenous game? No, I wouldn't say best shape of his life. He did look... Okay, but that's what the Indigenous duty does to players like him. Agree. Aidan Tolman, Jack Williams, and then others. We've got Hiroti, obviously Sean Johnson, Nene McDonald floating around. Yeah, um, he was last year. I just hope they're playing back at Shark Park this year, which I think they are. They've done the league's club up. Yeah, nice. And then Talakai, who was an absolute revelation last year. He was having um, sort of like shades of Conrad Harrell, but a decent current He was ripping teams apart. I'm not just saying that because I got him on my fantasy team, but he looks as though he's injured to start the season. Uh, now, Bra- what is actually happening with Bronson Jerry? I mean, that's a young guy. His career is not just thrown to the scrap heap, is it? Well, there's an asterisk against his name. So he's got two years out, doesn't he? Wow, just... He'll never... Like, what a sad state of affairs. I mean... Getting a young guy like that, this is like his life is over. Mm. Oh, no, oh, that's probably a bit harsh, but Jesus. I mean, give him a, a strike or something. Oh, well, you've got to come down hard on drug cheats, mate. It's probably a bit tough in terms of the length. It's two years, wasn't it? I don't know. I just don't, I just cannot see any light at the end of the tunnel for that nose of his. Yeah, it's, it's, it's enormous. What's he, Maltese? Maltese, quite. Hmm. So, I mean, the Sharks just do not do it for me at all. I no. just, 
But they're my storm in a way. I, I never do rate them. And then they do... I mean, remember, their premiership window is well and truly shut, isn't it? But it was yeah. 2016 they won a premiership. So have they still got any hangovers from... No, not, what's the opposite of a hangover like? That morning where you're still morning glory. a little bit pissed and you, wake you up can with just a have chubby. a couple more beers and you're feeling yep. amazing. Yep. Like, is that Are they still in that sort of period from 2016? No. Yeah, okay. Absolutely not. So they're not pretty... Uh, yeah, they're just... They're sort of making up the numbers, so that's why I don't really want them to make the 80 even if they do have the side. I think that... Yeah... It's going to depend a huge amount on Johnson. I just don't think that... Well, he did an Achilles. He's yeah, gone. I mean, that... I mean, the Sean Johnson, as we probably know and remember, is is dead set gone, I'd say. I mean, to come back from his couple of really bad injuries and now an Achilles. So, look, i got the Sharks in around 12... Don't but one thing about Johnson, he has changed his game, right? So he's not so reliant on that yep. pure speed he had when he was... Correct. People need to give him credit for that. He yeah. is now a more pure half. Yeah, absolutely. And he was the he was the Dally M player of the year before he got injured. And I don't care what the fucking numbers said. He was, literally. He should have been the Dally M player of the year. Um, well, that's fast of a fucking thing. He was, he was playing unbelievable. Um, So... Hard luck. I don't have them making the eight. You? No. Okay. This one's going to be interesting. Gold Coast Titans. So they finished last year on a bit of a high, I would say very misleading ninth at nine and 11. They won, I think, maybe six of their last eight. They only beat one team in the top eight all season the the hyperbole about Holbrook and the Titans and changing everything is probably the most overdone overblown storyline of the of season um everyone's picking them to make an eight um to make a big leap but for me the Titans have still got the absolute DNA of the football club no matter who they're bought in um that's been around for a long time so we'll go through the new faces and, and look at the lineup and, and we'll rip into this. Tino Faasumueli from the Storm, who I think early at the Storm, I thought, yeah, he's just a big 30, 40 minute guy. He's actually fucking awesome, isn't he? Yeah. Herman Esiesi from the Knights, not a bad little pickup. David Fafida from the Broncos, who he was playing last year, Fafida. He he did have a decent chunk of the season in the middle injured. Fafida has a little bit to answer for for me to prove. Um, I don't know. I didn't. I just wasn't quite convinced. It was a, no, I think it was a very difficult. Yeah, but I just would have liked to have seen him. him. The, the 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 fucking around with the contract at the end, and I'm, I'm sure he had a lot of people in his ear, but just don't know. He he needs to have a big season for me. Patrick Herbert from the Warriors and Sam McIntyre from the Tigers. They've lost Jai Arrow, Shannon Board, Ryan James, young Tony Mapaya, Bryce Cartwright, Keegan Hipgrave, Dale Copley, Nathan Peets, Tyrone Roberts. 
It's a the, lot of people to, leave, uh, to lose, isn't it? Um, yeah. Look, the thing about the Titans that gets me is that I want them to do, I think real pure leagueies, uh, internationalists, people that want expansion of our game, at deep down, they might, they actually really want the Titans to do well and secure themselves in that market. Hmm. What's annoying me about them is the, well, not about them, but it's the hype people are uh, saying, oh, they're going to make the eight. Hmm. And that's going to, that's going to kill them. Like they're going to have far too much hype and they're going to blow out on that. They're even doing a hard knocks style becoming Titans documentary filming Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday on Fox League this week. Like, oh, that's just that's just going to back up every. That's just signing the death warrant. Exactly. That it's, that is. I love listening to people that are talking up the Titans. It's just because you go through this team and tell me how this is different than a normal Titans team. I'm going to stop after the backline. AJ Brimson, who admittedly had a great six weeks at the end of last year. Anthony Don, Patrick Herbert, who was not good. Brian Kelly, who was not good. Philip Sammy, Ashley Taylor, Jamal Fogarty. If that's not the worst backline in the competition, it's in the bottom three. Okay, so you're going to say, all right, we'll look at this four pack. Fotu Waker, Rain, Jared Wallace, David Fafita, Kevin Proctor, Tino Famasueli. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. Um, and then you've got Peche, S-E-S-E, Peachy, Peche. S.E.S.E., McIntyre, Lazzoni, and then a whole lot of other names who will come in and out. Tana Boy, Aaron Clark, Bo Firma. There's um, Pearson, good to see. Big Greg Marsh, the Kiwi. Corey Thompson, Tremaine Spry, Sam Stone. So there's a few. They've got a little bit of, you know, some players who are coming in and out. I just do not see how this is going to be anything other than a normal Titans year. And they, for me, aren't making the eight. I've got them at 10th maybe 11th, um, and it's just going to be an absolute, um, an, a, just a walk-up Titans year. It wouldn't surprise no, me if they the start the season. And I'm putting it down to just this, the hype they're getting. It just cannot, like a young team like this. Who's running them around? Who is captaining this team? Like, who is Jamal? it? Jamal. Jamal and Proctor are co-captains, and I love Jamal. Fogarty. Yeah, he, he he impressed last year. You still got Ash Taylor there. You're right. Yeah. I I hope they go well, but I'm getting I'm the ninth or tenth for me. Yeah. Good to see we're aligned. Very very good. Um. Right. Okay. Who we got next? Okay. So you got yourself you got yourself a dog in the off season. Uh, yeah, yeah. So fuck, I didn't realise since I've been going back to the office and stuff, just talking to people, how many people are getting dogs? It's absolutely ridiculous. Everyone I talk to is getting one. Yeah, well, it was a huge thing during COVID. I worked on a couple of in the industry on a couple of pet clients, and huge oh, yeah. amount of people got them. But also, sadly, a huge amount of people sending them back as well. Getting You're a puppy, realising it wasn't for them, had a bit of time on their hands during COVID and then just got rid of it. So it's actually a bit of an issue for the industry that too many um, not solid enough pet parents didn't... Um, yeah, didn't I, th- I think the key is having... Um, if you've got a young family with kids, it, oh, 
if you're a single person getting a oh, actually I shouldn't judge people on that, but companionship uh, with kids, like it just becomes part of the family. They can sort of take on a lot of the um the the work, you know. Yeah, uh, if they're old enough, walking them twice a day is nothing to be sneezed at. That's a lot of work. Yeah, but it gets. But again, it, people like having things that make them go for a walk, you know. Yeah, but you've got to get there. Like you know, the world's fucked now. You can't just send your six-year-old out and go for a walk around the block with a dog. Oh, not six, but eight. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's the, the. There's some weird shit like having. Oh, my daughter's seven, and I still walk her down the road to school, hmm. like two hundred, three hundred meters. Like fuck's sake, seriously? When's it? I used to walk to school when I was five, but I mean, small town based. Yeah, I can't remember. I'm sure, yeah, if so, I'm an eight or something, the next year or so, she should be able to get herself to school. I mean, I no one bikes to school. No one. Why? I don't know. Maybe it's too dangerous to bike or something. I have not seen one person bike to school. Big city based. Stupid. Mm. Um. Manly. Hilly based too. I mean, you crime scene where we were kids, or you were was flat as well. Like, yeah. flat is all about biking, isn't it? Absolutely. Manly. They extremely disappointed last year. Probably the biggest disappointment. I had them winning the comp last year. They finished 13th at 7 and 13. Really fell away. They were up there. They must have had an awful last 10 weeks of the season. Because I feel like they were kind of there or thereabouts, maybe first eight weeks. Same old story. Tommy T injured. Um, things started to crumble around them, and Manly were, for God, they were bad near the end of last year. Uh, but it's the same thing, right? On paper, now, you've just got to go, they've got the team to compete and compete well. Um Ends for them, new faces. They've got Andrew Davey. He's that old cunt, like, 29-year-old, yeah. isn't he? Yep, yep, from the from Eels. Eels. Who will go, he'll do a job for you, I think, if that's what you want out of your football team. If your, your, your strategy is to be no-nonsense and anti-reggae, he'll do mm. your job for you. Kieran Foran, the Bulldogs Player of the Year. Christian Tui Pelotu from the Roosters. Don't know much about him. Jason Saab? Yeah, and I like Jason Saab, a uh, Nigerian uh, background, and got a bit of funk about him. So, And then Josh Aloi, who, not a very likable character at all. No, but to be honest, though, he's actually a good player. And he, yeah, he does okay. exactly what you need to do. He, he as, a, as a front rower, he just, he's actually, although he might be a bit of a, the way, and you don't like his brother either, but he gets the ball, goes forward, Makes very, very cool mistakes. And then even gets a couple of tries for you. Yeah, okay. Huge loss with Adam Fanua Blake, um, who changes the the makeup of that side. Yes. A few others yeah. that we've mentioned, Albert Hopawati, Bryn Elliott, Danny Levi's, Joel Thompson's gone. So the 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 essence of this manly side is still there. They had some bad injuries last year, so Tommy T is going to play fullback, but when he doesn't, Morgan Harper, who came across late season from the Dogs last year, um, Kiwi League fans would be very interested to see how he goes. Ruben Garrick, Dylan Walker, back in the centres, which is probably his best position, won a comp there with the Rabbitohs. Moses Suli, who 
Um, looked good last year, but again, injuries. Jason Saab. Where's Georgie Tafua? He must Orhei be. Must oh, be in the in the um. Yep, in the bench or whatever. Jason Saab. I don't think Jason Saab will necessarily be the starting winger for them um, through the year, but. Anyway. Right, so I'd, I'd really like him too to get into that standing yep. winger spot. Really, Foran and Evans, Cherry Evans, the 2011 Premiership winning halves, being reunited 10 years later. Um, both 20, 20 and 21, or 21 and 22, they were at the time. Tapao Croker at nine is an issue for them. Uh, Alloway, Surinan, Davy, Jake Trebojevic, and then Paseka. Gazwiski, Sean Kepi, who I like, Cade Cust. Now, they've got some other guys that will definitely come in. Tafita Funa, Manassi Fainu, who stabbed a guy. Oh, yeah, but he needs to come back for them, really. He, fuck, he's a good player, man. He, he is. Brad Parker, Josh Schuster, who's the nephew or son of John Schuster? Son. Son of. Um, and he's, hey, gee, the Manly fans are talking him up a storm. Yeah, he looks good. And there's talk that Foran could play nine. I just do not see Kieran yeah. Foran as a nine at all. He's just wasted there. Tom Tavoyevich will come back in. I mentioned two below too. Ben Tavoyevich. Baby Jesus. Well, manly, manly people are calling him Baby Jesus. That's how hyped he is. What is he, a centre? He's a second row centre. Have you seen the way he dominates junior football though? No. It's fucking unbelievable. Just well, I mean, pushing people off. Go do yourself a favour and watch some geez, highlights. Where, did they, where does that family get their league talent from? Fuck. Just, there must be genetics in there. Like, oh. Their old man's not a big leaguey. I think it's, it's the mum. Serbian blood. Yeah, it's the mum. Wow. Um, I have Manly at seventh because I think that, again... There's going to be some ins and outs and, and um, injuries, etc. But I have them coming home with a wet sail and no one wanting to play them. I've got Manly at 7th too. Jeez, we're aligned. We are. Now, Manly at 26. Remember, and then they beat Raiders in the first week of the finals. That could be Turbo. That could be where exactly where they come good. Now, Manly at 26 to 1 to win it. So, fuck, I would not knock you for having a, a red hot go there. Um, and one of the best coaches in the comp. They've got one of the best coaches in the comp. I feel like this is the... When they get their best team on the park, they can beat anyone. You could say that about a few teams. Yeah. Um. But I'm very looking forward to seeing them play this year. Look, when when Turbo gets on, I'd love to see Ben Tabojevic come through. I'd love to see Schuster come through. There's a lot of excitement. There's a lot of, I think, few concerns around the um, full pack, losing Adam Fenua Blake. And even Joel Thompson. And Surinan. Did I mention Surinan? Yeah, you named him. Did I? Yeah, I quite like Siro. Um, yeah. I like the family, actually. Paul. And Bailey. Curtis and Bailey. Yeah, that's it. So, yeah, we've got Manly at seven. I think that's pretty fair. Um, Melbourne. Storm. New faces. Fuck. There's some good players coming in here. George Jennings, who... He's left the Eels. He was very good for the Warriors in a lone stint yep. last year. He was very solid. Remus Smith, who... How the fuck did the Bulldogs let him go to the... Um, this is a classic example of the Bulldogs having a winger on their books who is as good as these Cottrishes and Corey Allens. 
and people might laugh at me saying that. You watch Remus Smith for Melbourne. You watch how good this guy's going to be. Absolutely ridiculous what their recruitment job have done the dogs, signing all those wingers and letting Remus walk to the storm. And probably the biggest in of the year for any team, Harry Grant. You put Harry Grant into that storm side that won the comp, replacing Cameron Smith? Are you fucking serious? Well, as I thought about last night, uh, Harry Grant was Storm's third best dummy half. He went to the Tigers, and he was hidden away, hidden shoulders, their best player on the in their club. Yeah, that isn't that sobering. Unbelievable way. Eh? Unbelievable. Um, but I mean, I think. Uh, you you traditionally rode off the storm early, early in our season previews. You said yeah. the window premiership window is shut. Yeah, was, I, I, I we're talking about the minor, we're talking about the reigning premiers here. I mean, oh. what a what a football club. We could go on about it, but geez, we don't I, need to. We just need to let the the, the squads do the talking. Um, listen to this. Whew. Now they've lost a couple of big names, but oh we. Ryan Pappenhausen, Josh Adokar, Brinko Lee, who you may have laughed, you know, hearing that name 18 months ago. The guy knew how to make a line break. Justin Olam, very physical, willing player. The uh, Remus Smith, then Munster and Hughes. Jesse Bromwich, Brandon Smith is listed as the starting here. Yeah, because Harry Grant's injured, remember? Ah, oh, he injured himself in Origin, didn't he? No, no, in uh, trial. Okay. nights last week. Right, got yeah. Christian Welsh, who's a good player, um, also injured a bit last year. Then Felice Kisfusi, Kenny Bromwich, and Nelson Sofa Solomon at 13, who really enjoyed that role for him last year. Then you've got Kamikamitha, Nico Hines. Obviously, you've got Brandon Smith and Harry Grant, which will flip around. Then Chris Lewis, Thomas Eisenhuth. You've... You forgot. You got your Darren Schoenig. You've, you you like Schoenig? Yeah, I do. I like Frankston. him. You've got Dale Finucane to come back as well. Um, yes, we mentioned like. George Jennings, Cooper Johns, Max King, Aaron Penney, and Darren Schoenig. I mean, fucking hell! It's a good side, isn't wow. it? Wow! So... Wow! Yeah, I'm looking forward <laughs> to going to some league on Thursday night. Everyone just knows, yeah, they just know what to do. Now, it wouldn't surprise me if Tui Kamakamitha has a breakout year now that, you know, um, Tino's gone, he's got a little bit of room to move. Yeah, I don't rate Nico Hines, I'll say that, though. Mm. Well, I, I have got the Storm finishing third. Um, Just another Storm-like year. That wouldn't surprise Storm, me if they got the minor premiership. Um, Bellamy... Yeah. Bellamy's looking to prove something that he can do it without Cam Smith. There's no doubt yep. about it in my mind that he is going to be as motivated as he ever been, ever. This is this is going to be a fired up Craig Bellamy. You're going to get a couple of mad sprays in that chain shed. Yeah, I, I, again, I'm looking for. It's good to be alive when you live in a. When you're a week out from the NRL starting and you live in a city with a, a, a team like that to go down and watch occasionally. Mm. Fuck. How good. It's like living in Warrington. Yeah. Very, very exciting. 
Very exciting. Okay. So where have you got them? Uh, morning premieres. Can't knock you for that. Um, if you want to have a punt. Wow. 6.50. So they are the fourth favourite. And that's... Um, a lot of that has got to do with the... Uh, the what do you Travel? call it? The... We know people the, the, the difficulty in doing back to back. The Roosters did it incredibly right, and we mm. put that on a pedestal. And it is; it's so hard to do back to back. I mean, mm. even though they're minor premiers, then you'd probably say just that. What is it? People say you just lose that drive about round seventeen or something. Mm. That drive, that inner drive that you can. It, it, it just it's a human nature that you just don't. You've got your premiership. I don't know. But look, they're going to be there or thereabouts, no doubt about it. And you've got to be in there. Your top four finish, then you just got to time your run right, don't you? Yep. 100%. Okay, so this is going to be our last one before a break. Um, and we'll do this in two parts. So, Newcastle Knights. Now, where do you think they finished last year? They finished. Hmm. The Knights finished sixth, didn't they? Seventh. They won 11, drew one game against the Panthers, and lost eight. They were very, very good early Started on. well, yeah. And we were thinking, gee whiz, this Adam O'Brien is some coach. And he he looked the goods. He looked fantastic. Um, then... It all kind of came unraveling, and I just felt like they, their defence actually started to leak, and that was what they hung the whole, the whole, um, I guess their mantra was built around their defence, and then because they weren't a great attacking side, so it's going to be interesting to see. There's probably a lot of pressure on the Knights, one town team. They have got Bailey Hodgson, Dominic Young, so Hodgson's from Castleford, Dominic Young's from Huddersfield. Tyson Frizzell is a Dominic Young looks real good. If you, you told me to watch the Ben Turbojevic videos in mm-hmm. uh, juniors, watch Dominic Young in juniors. Mm. Suaso Sue Bulldogs. Jack Who's the Johns. other prop they brought in? Dominic Young and who else? Bailey Hodgson from Castleford. Okay. Jack Johns on a development deal from the Rabbitohs on a loan deal. Yeah. And then Braden Musgrove. So they bought nothing in. Apart from Frizzell. Oh, Frizzell, yeah. Guerra is retired, Gladsby's retired, SESE to the Titans, McCulloch to the Broncos, Mataltia Sioni to St. Helens, Mason Leno's gone to Wakefield, Teltel Mogger to the Rabbitohs, Tyrone Roberts Davis released. So, the Knights... He's on a, tra- he's on a tra- Tyrone Roberts is on a train and trial with the Tigers, actually. Tyrone Roberts Davis or Tyrone Roberts? No, oh, sorry, Tyrone Davis. Okay, so this is the predicted lineup for the Knights. Tex Hoy, because Ponga is injured. Yep. Starford Toa, Inari Tuala, Bradman Best, who will be a beast this year. He's going to have a fantastic season, I think. He just looks like he's... He was a man. He's like an Icelandic strong man, isn't he? He was a fucking grown man, and it was his first season last year. The way that he... Just conducts his business. I'm a I'm a Bradman fan for sure. He's Columbia's son, you know that? No, he's not. <laughs> he wouldn't be built I mean, like that. Columbus nah, is a fucking exactly string bean. Different. 
<laughs> he was a beanpole, wasn't he, Colin? Colin Best destroyed the Warriors. He was always on the end of about oh, a double or a triple. Maybe Colin Best married like a, I don't know, uh, an American shot putter or something. Are you Ukrainian? Like, how do you, yeah, how you going to have Bradman Best out of Colin? <laughs> how the fuck does Colin Best produce Bradman Best? He doesn't, that's why. Um, I think Tino Best actually produced... <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Remember when Tino Best was batting 11 for, 10 for the Windies, he got 95. Or did he get 100? Yeah, I know. And he was never oh, a I batsman. Can't. He just went reggae on everyone. Um, George Best? <laughs> he'd have to be his grandson. Quote. Yeah. Kurt Mann, Mitchell Pierce. You know, th- those on paper, you're going to say, fuck, that's a couple of names on paper, but blur. You know, if you've got Kurt Mann and Mitchell Pierce as your halves, you're not going anywhere. In this no, modern I mean, day I was, game. I was impressed with Kurt I was impressed with Kurt Mann last year to be honest. I think it was just a, an outlier. Yeah. Such an outlier. It was like, a, yeah, I was impressed because he he actually played really well mediocre at half. Where yeah. He's not, oh, yeah, yeah. He was really so, good. But his season his that season is such an outlier on his career. But, I was like, I was watching uh, Fox League the other night, and I was watching a Storm game from 2015, and Ben Hampton was carving up. Ugh, yuck! I remember he was quite good for that year. What position was he playing? Uh, centre. Uh no, he was coming off the bench, and just he was just playing. He was like, he looked dy- like the Cowboys bought him based on it just being dynamite off the bench for the Storm, and then obviously he'd play fullback or something when there was uh, origin. Yeah. Oof, Ben Hampton. Um, this is this is a very good war pack, though. Saifiti, Brayley, who he was injured all last year, and I think that's where their problems went. Good player, yeah. Very, very good team. player. I like him. Uh, very promising. I won't go very good yet. Clemmer, who's absolute class. Mitchell Barnett, who I like a lot. Tyson Frizzell, He's good, but he hasn't been at his best last year, year and a half. Connor Watson at 13 jerseys, interesting. Mm. Phoenix, Crossland, Jacob Saifidi, Josh King, Suaso. So then you've got Lachlan Fitzgibbon, who has to be in there, surely. Um, Moonboot is a fucking origin player. How's he not starting? Kalen Ponga. Because he's literally in a moonboot. Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Quote, he's actually in one. Gear Shibasaki. Um, Blake Green, when he, I mean, Blake Green's not back to like round 14, is he? But Blake Green retired, was going to be a coach, and then... No, he didn't. Yes, in the off-season, he actually accepted a job to be their coach. And then, two months ago, decided he's going to play again. Really? I didn't hear Blake that. Blake Green, you are not. Don't do it. Don't do it to yourself, mate. So the Knights, I have the Knights who... I've been surprised how many people are putting the Knights in their eight. Yeah, the, the Knights are at 23 to 1. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8th best odds. I have the Knights at 11th, missing the 8. Um, just, a, just a pretty ordinary year for them, I think. I think they'll have their moments. Um, but, I mean... Mitch Pierce, another off season. Another shocking off season. This this photo of Mitch Pierce here, 
got a very tight jersey on and looks as though he's maybe gotten over that um, scandal by eating a few meat pies. Yeah, look, he's... Um, I think they're back together now. Mm. I it, mean, to be honest, yeah. I'll be honest, he only texts her. I'm off. Yeah, okay. I, no, look, I, I, I don't, don't usually stick up for... But, but to be honest, I think Mitchell Pierce has got a raw end of the deal here. Did he? Yeah, I, he's texted uh, a... A um, what are they called? A, a receptionist. Like he might be just saying, "Hey, hey, I'm going to come into my pick those drink bottles up for training." Like that to me, that's fairly innocent. Mm. So I just think everyone likes to bring him down a peg or two. And look, it was hard to organise a winning in COVID. So look, I think me, me Pierce, I don't really rate him as a player or anything. Well, I mean, he's just uh, to me. But oh, he, he was he a brilliant a... club player, but I just think his best days are over. So don't. Yeah, I'm not yeah, going dis- to disrespect Pierce. He's got. It's he's been unfairly treated on this whole tech saga to a receptionist. What you yes. can't text a receptionist anymore? Far out. That's <laughs> well, for operational purposes. True. Okay, we're um. Where have you I'm got? Where have you got them? Eleventh, uh, twelfth. In yeah, mate. Area. Jesus, we're aligned. Yeah, but this is, this we're is staggering. We're an echo chamber, aren't we? No, we're not. We we usually have violent disagreements, and that that's maybe something. Something needs to give. Something has to give. Now, the next <laughs> team that we are going to cover is everybody's second favorite team, especially last year when they played on the road. Um, there is a. Uh, just been confirmed that the Warriors will play till June, mid-June in Australia. Let's be honest. Playing... Is, why is that people think that's big news? I mean, no shit. I was going to say, it's not even a fucking, like, they're playing the whole season there. I mean, yeah, exactly. I mean, as if the Warriors don't know that. Far yeah, out. Absolutely. New faces. This is probably the most active the Warriors have been in an off-season since, since the Isaac Luke, Roger, two of us, a Sheik double banger. Ben Murdoch Masilla from Warrington. Now, people will try will remember the Ben Murdoch Masilla from the Tigers and go, "Why the fuck are you even mentioning his name?" This is just this is different. Ben Murdoch Masilla. I, I he's grown thirty percent. He's a different player. He's he's living up to the promise, the potential that was anointed on him. Almost Talmalolo s coming out of Kebra High. There was, he had that you much. Say, yeah, wasn't wasn't quite that, but there was big, but it's huge hard to... height. Yeah, um, he is different now. If you've watched Tonga or Warrington play in the last couple of years, of which a lot of um, our extended, in Kibre our is. at least our fantasy um, NRL forum, no one fucking knows anything about Ben Murdoch Masilla. You had yeah. an extremely controversial trade that was blocked um which i think history will frown upon you yes. traded cameron smith um you speculated drafted him in the fourth round and no, then... but, that was, but remember i fucked that up i i had technical difficulties and i look yeah you know, i was having a beer or something i actually didn't pick smith by my own volition really so you no, had no, admitted to that like, can't you yeah. remember that well i did i looked at your face a couple of times during the draft when you did Sometimes I think you were just trolling me by picking shit players, but Cameron Smith 
in the fourth was ambitious, just thinking that he was going to play. I would have picked, I don't think he's playing this year. So no, I know. Anyway, so you tried to trade him for Ben Murdoch Masilla, and it basically almost broke up our fantasy league because it got kiboshed by the um by the commissioner for being too um one sided, but not in your favour. I know. It's Unbelievable. Anyway. <laughs> so Ben Murdoch Masilla, I I did poo poo the signing originally. But I'm quite You jack- did, and I'm, you have you have to admit you've done a real one eighty on this. I'm quite jacked up about seeing him because of the size. We have got some size. Kane Evans. Um yeah. Okay. Squad player. You and Aiken. Who I know is on my fo- make me. He's on my football side now. So I will support him through and through, but one of the game's more poorly performing centres in the last couple of years. Adam Fanua Blake, who is a top three, top five prop. Eliezer Ratuva from Rugby Union. Sean O'Sullivan. Um, Peter O'Sullivan's son. Um, Marcelo Montoya, who, if he wasn't the worst player in the NRL last year, he was in the top five, bottom five. And Bailey Surinan, who was a late signing, um, really kept off a good off-season for the Warriors. Now, they have lost a lot of players that are kind of polarizing. Adam Blair, um, fantastic player. Jared Bills retired. Lachlan Burr. I would have liked to see him hang on to Lachlan Burr. Isaiah Papali, who's gone to the Eels. Tane Milne, Rabbitohs. Patrick Herbert. Nathaniel Roach to the Eels. I would have liked to see us hold on to them. Him. Ignatius Parsi, Adam Kieran, Lavila Pulu. I would have loved to have, have held on to Ignatius Parsi. So would I. Too. We love Parsi. Yeah. Um, so we're going to have our round one side. Um, now this looks as though it's been updated to cover for a Wade Egan injury. RTS, Fusitua Hiku, Aiken, Malmalo. That is pretty fucking fearsome. Yep. Nikarima, Chanel, and the halves, who both were very, very good last year. Adam Fanoa Blake comes in with Jazz Tafanga probably subbing in for um, Wade Egan. Lisa Nalmel starting 10, who I'm not sure if I would actually have him starting. He's coming off a pretty bad injury, so it'd be interesting to see if he's got much mileage in the tank. Ben Murdoch Masilla, Alessi Katoa, Tohu Harris. Fuck! It's reggae. Fuck. It's just bash reggae, which I love too. There could be some high-scoring Warriors games because I'm not sure about the edge defense right now. Um, Torhu Harris at 13, who's going to get re-signed soon. Then Bailey Sirenin, Jermaine Tanoa Brown, Kane Evans. Jermaine will actually start one. Yeah, he surely should. And Jack Murchie. You've got others like Bunty Afoa, um, Wade Egan, obviously, who'll come in. Um, Hayes Perrin might get some time. Paul Turner, I, I, I want to see Paul Turner Hayes play. Hayes Perrin centre ahead of Haku. What? Yeah. No, you wouldn't. No, 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 no Haku Aiken. Sorry. Yeah, same. I, I mean, Aiken. He, he's not. He's going to start because they signed and they paid good money for him. Um, this is the most excited I've I've been in, in a long time for the Warriors. Um. No, nah, last year. No, nah, no, nah, that's not fair. Oh, last year this, I wrote us yeah. off big time. Did you? Yeah. I think the fact that no, we're in Australia. Surprised, what, it's, the Warriors surprised us last year, didn't they? They did. 
Yeah. Uh, the fact that the Warriors are playing in Australia with their families over there, um, so the travel is uh, negated hugely. And we saw what benefit that did to the Warriors last year. I think Roger Tuivasa-Shek, who would be as close to the most professional player in the comp, um, he knows that this is his last season for a while, and he is going to... He'll come back, won't he? He will come back. For the rest is quite... <laughs> yeah, fucking oath he will. He knows how good he needs to be, and I have complete faith. I think I've already said Daly M, um, contender. He's going to be unbelievable. I think the emergence of Chanel Harris-Tavita, and I think the the reggae potential that we have is a hark back to the early 2000s um, Warriors sides, which people just, there was a joy to the way that they played. And there is also a massive underrated element to this team. It's just got a don't fuck with me um, part, part the, about it. Who yeah, the fuck great. is going to take on Adam Fanua, Blake, and Ben Murdoch, Masilla? Question is, though... These bloody new rules, do they work against us in terms of the speed and no scrums and stuff? Well, so the main difference that I can see is it's a play the ball off uh, once you kick to touch. Yeah. So, okay, that's that's definitely going to uh, play against the heavier played... teams. Okay? Yeah. We are a heavy team. But then you've got to counterbalance that with, you know, the speed of the game last year, which, which I think works well for us with... Cody Nicarima, Chanel, Roger, yeah, guess, um, bring yeah, a Bailey yeah. Serenin off the bench. So there's that. What about the two-point field goal? I mean, Philandis is off his fucking head. Just, <laughs> it's like he's sitting in a bath, like reading the Turf Digest and having a rushes, and he's like a brain child comes in. What if we had a fucking two-point field goal? Like This is just outrageous turning the changing the rules on the fly. Stu Rich, if you're listening to me, mate, give me some fucking info on that. It's yeah, it's normal. But anyway, the other one is the other major one they said was uh, you can do six again for a ten meter offside play. Okay. So last it year, was just ruck infringements. The, last year, the six wasn't it? again was only in the ruck. Mm, fuck. So lazy teams. The ten's such a joke, though. It's it's all interpretation, isn't it? Like. Some refs do it, some refs do well, it. Everything's interpretation riffing, but I mean Yeah, but ten the ten is shouldn't be interpretation. But okay, so what you want that line on the on the Do you like a lazy ten or a tight ten? Uh well they used to call it origin tens, remember? That was a five. Until origin started to fall away in terms of quality. But uh Yeah. No, no, they no, they did like fifteen meters. Oh, yes, you're sorry. Yeah, you're right. You're right. 15, yeah, they did 15. like and, But, um, oh, look, I like a lazy 10 Kiwi League. Yeah, same. I like a I like a last 10 minutes of the game 10 or an extra time 10. Yeah, yeah. But it's... Uh, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. So Sportsbet have the Warriors' 10th equal favourite, 31 to win the comp. One thing we haven't talked about is Nathan Brown. Now, if the Warriors still had Todd Payton, I'd be just that much more jacked up. Yeah, I agree. Uh, he he was the most, the freshest breath of air in the coaching ranks. That the that problem we've seen was Nathan so Brown is a rebuilding coach, but we don't have a rebuild. We've got a roster that can win it. He's not a. Who says he's a rebuilding coach? He did it once with the Knights. In the Dragons. 
wasn't rebuilding in the Dragons. He did. He, he took over a fucking good team. From who? Andrew Farah? Who did he... He um, was like coach in 2005. 2003 to 2008. That's when he slapped Barrett, but who, he must have taken over, um, not Brian Smith. Who Andrew Farrah could have been. Maybe, yeah. Anyway, I wanted, he, he's only got a 50% coaching record. 53% with the Dragons, 58% Huddersfield, 63% is pretty good with St. Helens. The Knights drags that right down. He's 26% with the Knights. 94 games, 24 wins. And he did have a fucking wrong team. And, and they, they put him in there just to get things right. So he's a bit of an X factor. Um, he's a bit of a hard-nosed, no-nonsense guy. So I, I wonder, like all new Warriors coaches, there's going to be an adjustment period where he learns how to, how to coach a Warriors side, which who are unique. Um, so there's that. The Warriors last year, they actually finished. wasn't that bad a season, was it? No. We finished 10th. I remember that game against the Sharks killed us. We, uh, we played them two or three rounds out from the finals. We, need, we needed to be. Yeah, so the the Warriors, I remember we had the Sharks, a Sean Johnson-less Sharks, mm. and we win that, we make the eight, and we just didn't turn up against a... Yeah, the Sharks were just a bit too tough for us. It was, us, a, to- it was but, um, a Toby Rudolph late try. We were actually winning for most of the game. From, from, from were memory. we? Yeah. Yeah, we were winning for a good chunk of that game, yeah. I just didn't think we had that the toughness there, and I thought, yeah, we're not on top eight side this year, so... And I have confirmed it was Andrew Farrah Nathan Brand did take over from. And then the only other coach of the merged entity they had at the start was David Waite. Hmm. Um, so, yeah, look, massive, uh, should we say, hope in the Warriors nation. Um, yeah, I've had my heart ripped down and stomped on him with this sort of hope before a season. Let's just hope it doesn't happen this year. Well, I have the Warriors fourth. Um in the top four, I feel pretty good about that. People will laugh at that, as always. People have the... Warriors are always one of the great um, disappointments with preseason, uh, with preseason hope, but I actually feel pretty good about this Warriors side. I think that the, all the mentioned, uh, previously mentioned things regarding where they're playing, who they've recruited, and I've got them in fourth spot, and I think that they can really challenge this year. What about you? Uh... I've got them at sixth. Okay, so that's a still pretty... Oh, no, 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 sorry, no, fifth. Sorry, fifth. fifth. So you'd yep. still be pretty happy with that. Um, fuck, fourth, fifth, who gives a shit? I'll be happy with either. Um, nice. Again, quite aligned. It's on the... first week of... On... Eels first week of finals. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, how good. Um... The Cowboys, who were 5-15, fired Paul Green. Josh Hannay took over last year in one of the Cowboys uh, legends. New faces, Lachlan Burr, Kane Bradley, and Javid Bowen. Fuck me. God, how far can Todd Payton take? Wow. 
Gavin Cooper, Tom Opaishik. Opaishik? Edward Neils. He used to be at the Broncos, eh? Yep. Eziada has lost and Tuki Simpkins to the Tigers, who's um, talk, talked up a lot. Why'd um, they let him go? He's good, man. I know. So, round one, Valentine Holmes, Kyle Felt, Isan Masters, Justin O'Neill. Are you... F- Masters and O'Neill. God, God. Hamaso, Tobias Fido, Scott Drinkwater, Michael Morgan, then Josh Maguire, Reese Robson, Jordan McLean, Cohen Hess, Mitchell Dunn, Jason Taumalolo, Granville Burr, Molo, Shane Wright. This looks like a side from 2015. Like, there's just nothing... Like, there's just no spice. Like, there's no excitement there. There's just some fucking old grafters and some people that should not be playing first grade. Um, Jake Clifford is there or thereabouts. Um, Ben Hampton. <laughs> Fuck me. And Mary Perry. This is, this is looking bleak for Todd Payton. And I feel sorry for him taking over this, this, this side. This is, wow, I didn't realize how bad I was going to feel about the, the Cowboys. I was just thinking, yeah, you know, Tal Malolo, obviously, um, Valentine Holmes will be very good this year, I reckon, after a, a full sort of league preseason buildup. Um, what can Morgan do? But this this is this is not good. This is, um, I mean, I initially had them ninth, um, but I'm actually going to jump. I'm going to have the Titans jump them, the Knights jump them. Um Maybe even the Sharks jump them, potentially. I think maybe 11th is probably more more like where I've got the Cowboys now. That That's not flash. Not much to say yep. for me, for them. I wonder what Payton was thinking, why he left the Warriors job that he got offered. Well, it was his, his father and father-in-law got cancer, so he wanted to be close to the family. And then the travelling back and forth from... I mean, it was a three-year contract with the Warriors, so he'd be travelling back and forth. Um, I don't have much to say about the Cowboys. You? Spoon contender. Yeah, I know, but Yeah, they it's a they've got a nice stadium up there and they're just not doing it justice with that sort of squad. Nah. Just it's best just to move on. This really is disappointment. There's 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 nothing much to say. <laughs> um Right, we're on the home straight. This one I mean, they're all fucking interesting. What am I saying? Para um, looked unbelievable first half of the season last year and um, kind of came unstuck. Who, oh, mid, mid to late season, people sort of worked them out, but who did they end up losing to in the eight? They lost to the Storm. Mm. They were also down. Early against Storm, weren't they? Uh, sorry, they were up early against Storm. Now, hold on, hold on. I'm just trying to think. Eels, first round, played. They finished. Third. They played the Storm. And then they played the Rabbitohs. That's yeah. right. So so they finished fourth. They finished third. 15 and That's five. Right. What a third. season. What a season. 15 and five. Yeah. And I remember... Can you remember that game they played against the Panthers in like round seven? Round three. And Waka, uh, Blake scored that awesome try. Yeah. That was a good game of football. It was. And And 
Stephen Crichton, with his questions around his defence, he let he let um, a couple of tries in that um, because the Panthers were up in that game. They were, but then the, and the Eels just were able to just uh, wheel them in. But I mean, it just shows you, right? Round seven. That was the last game the Panthers lost. It was just after a return from COVID. Uh, mm. Yeah, I mean, amazing, really. That uh, that was the last game until the grand final. You're right, but what a what a game of football! But I still didn't think the Eels were premiership contenders at that stage. No, but they they they, they came extremely good. Here goes their here goes their predicted lineup, and they don't look as good on paper this year. I have to say, Gutho, Sivo, Opechic at centre. They've got to do better than that. Wonga Blake, who is rocks and diamonds. Blake Ferguson, Dylan Brown, and Mitchell Moses. A lot will be resting on those two. Regan Campbell-Gillard, Reed Marnie, Junior Paulo, Sean Lane, who had an unbelievable season last year. Ryan Madison was very good. Nathan Brown was very good. The bench isn't really singing to me. Will Smith, Oregon, Kafusi, Isaiah Papali, Ray Stone. Bryce Cartwright, Keegan Hipgrave, Michael Jennings, who's, there's an asterisk against his name, Joey Lussick, who came across from the Roosters. Joey Lussick's not a bad little player. Michael Oldfield, um, Nia Kore. So, the Eels... Um, but I mean, they've taken Keegan Hipcrave and Bryce, Bryce Cartwright. Cartwright. And I think I'd be starting Michael They did the hit. Um, unbelievable. Um, Isaiah Papali also. Joey Lussick <clears throat> from Salford. Joey Lussick, isn't he the... The dummy yeah, half that played for the Roosters last year? Well, that's uh, Freddie Lussick. It's Freddie Lussick, yeah. Okay. Who have they lost? Kane Evans, David Gower, retired Andrew Davy, George Jennings, Jai Field, Brad Takarangi, Penny Terapo. So, look, I think the, the Eels are going to be good this year, but the top eight is very, very good. I have them in the eighth spot, uh, one below Manly. Um, and I see them being pretty pretty solid. I see I see them maybe not rising to the heights that they did last year, but a couple of rungs below, and and, and I think they're going to have a good season. And well, because... I have the mate as well. Do you? Fuck. Yeah. We've almost got the same eight. Yeah. Far out. Um. Gee whiz. Okay, so a couple to go. Here we go. We're on to the meaty, um, the bridesmaids of 2020, the Penrith Panthers. Um, they've lost a few players. Jack Hetherington, Caleb Akins, James Tamo, Josh Mansour, Zane Tedavano, Dane Laurie, Dean Fare, Dean Bloor, MWZ, Braden McGrady, Pat Hollis. And they are going to lose Matt Burden to the Dogs in 2022. And they've only brought in Robert Jennings, Matt Eisenhuth, Jamin Salmon, Scott Sorensen, Paul Momorowski. So they've just got such unbelievable depth that it probably doesn't matter as much that they've lost, you know, normal clubs losing that much talent. But um, I think the Panthers will be pretty fine when you look at their top team of Dylan Edwards, Charlie Staines, Paul Momorowski. I think Paul Momorowski is going to go good this year. Stephen Crichton, um, another enormous season for him. Brian Tottle, 
Jerome Luai, Nathan Cleary, Fisher Harris, Coruscant, Leota, Kikau, Kurt Capewell after the off-season scandal. <laughs> scandal or the revelation? Revelation. Just, um, but people actually handled it quite. Just, uh. just another great rugby league story. Isaiah Yo, then Tyrone May, Matt Ozenhoth, Spencer Lenu, Liam Martin. They've still got Matt Burden. They've still got Robert Jennings, Mitch Kenny. Brent Naden, who um, gave himself an uppercut and drop, he's going to drop himself to first grade for a few weeks. Scott Sorensen, that is just that is just a very, very, very good team. Um, yeah, they lost one game last year and drew one. They won eighteen. They were the runaway minor premiers. Well, they weren't actually because the Storm weren't too far behind them. Yeah. The Storm were just so good, but Panthers. They went down in a, in a in a grand final that they came good at the end, but the game was so far gone. Yeah, um, yeah they, you know, they got blown away. They got blown off the park. Um, but you know what they say: you've got to lose one to win one. I have them as my minor premiers, and I have them as my premiers. Um. There's just too much to like in the key positions for me. Coruscant, Cleary, Fisher-Harris up the front, Luai. I think Dylan Edwards came really good last year, much to my um, amazement. He was actually awesome. And I just think that they are probably head and shoulders above the rest of the comp. Yeah, I've got them third. Um, I've got big question marks on Nathan Cleary. What? Question marks on Nathan Cleary? Yeah, yeah, I don't think he can step up for the big games. Um, and he's not that good. He's not that good? I don't rate him. And, and what sense? He's a good player. Like, I'd have him in the, but for Warriors, but I wouldn't pay any more than 750k for him. You've, you've just fucking, you've been. <laughs> I don't, uh, what's he done? What's he done, Ree Harry? Well, he's won Origins. He's. Yeah, he, oh, one, or, oh, one Origins. Fuck, mate, it's two teams. He's, like, yeah, he's, he's been head and shoulders the best halfback in the comp last year. Um, no, you said, hang on, you just said Sean Johnson was Deli M. Yeah, but I think J- Johnson would injure. Deli M versus, versus the best halfback in the comp. That's a slightly different. Um, it's, it's not really how the award works. There were points. You were saying, no, nah, I, I just Consistent. Don't... You uh, wouldn't want clear and I've given it. If you can't handle it, just okay. I'll 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 let you have it, but don't rate him. This is you could say he's overrated. I'll I'll accept that. Yeah, and that's what I said. No, you said I don't rate him. There's very different. There's a big I difference. I said I don't rate him as much as others rate him, which means I don't rate him. Where do you have them finishing? Third. Third. Okay. So you don't have them winning the comp. No. Okay. I have them winning the comp. Um, two, two to go. This one will be quick. The merged joint that, venture. Uh, background of the birds chirping there. Oh, can you hear that? Can you? My yeah, new the... studio is just a very um, beautiful sort of indoor outdoor um, flow. Birds chirping above me. The lights pouring in now. So. Um, right, yeah. Same down here. Yeah, lovely. The Dragons, new faces, Posa Fa'amusili, Jack Bird, Daniel Alvaro. They lost Frizzell, Aiken, James Graham, Jacob Host, Corbin Sims, Jason Saab, and Tristan Saylor. 
their best team is Matt Dufty, Ravalava, Jack Bird, Zach Lomax, Jordan Pereira, Adam Clooney, who I don't mind, Ben Hunt, Josh Kerr, Andrew McCulloch, Paul Vaughan, Tarek Sims, Jackson Ford, Blake Larry, Tyrell Fumuano, Possus, Fumicelli, Katie Ellis, Trent Merrin. Now, Corey Norman is there or thereabouts. Jack DeBellin is going to asterisk. Why is Corey Norman starting? Well, this is just what the what what the suggested is from. Um... They're paying him eight hundred grand a year. Sure <laughs> that doesn't. And Cameron McInnes is coming off an injury. Well, it's not the worst side. Like when you when you're talking, you know, sides for the. I mean, you look at that and you look at the Cowboys. I'm having second thoughts, but um, it's a it's a bad side, man. This is a rotten team. Uh, the McCulloch yeah. signing is just, and they've got Anthony Griffin. Like, just a guy that just screams cunt to play for, doesn't he? Oh, look, I don't agree with that. I think he puts in good pathways. He's the opposite to a player's coach. Gus put those pathways in, Penrith. Fuck off. Hook. Hook was, in, oh, Hook was pushed out of Brisbane. He was fucked off out of Penrith. And he ain't going to last long here too, mate. It's the end of the line. And he's going down on the ship with Ben Hunt and Corey Norman. So what was Corey Norman's uh, off-season incident? He, got oh, in he punched someone and then um, he's later come out and said he was racially abused. Now, was it really racial or was it uh, the hmm? I thought it was ninja-based. Like, Someone was it racial abuse? Yes, I thought it was, it was someone was, yeah. a girl or something like that. YKTR came out and um made a statement. <laughs> 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 they did. Oh, no. <laughs> <Yeah>. Um Dragons <laughs> Dragons for me. They are the favourites for the spoon, and I am giving them the spoon. They say uh, they are a bad rugby league. I feel sorry for the people of the Illawarra. Yeah, I do too. Big, big fan of the Illawarra after visiting there um, three weeks ago. I think Zach Lomax is a, is a little bit of a bright spot. Yeah. I feel like Paul Vaughan needs to change the scenery, eh? Yeah, I mean, it's just uh, since they lost Lattimore, things have gone downhill. He used to get, he used to, no, but he used to get the whole team together. You know, they, they picked up all the boys that lived in uh, St. George area and took a bus down. Yeah. No, less less team spend on them the better. Less time, sorry. Right, South Sydney Rabbitohs, second last. Whew, been a monster show. Um, Jai Arrow, Jacob Host, Josh Mansour, Benji Marshall, Tane Milne, and Tao Monga are the new faces. They've lost Ethan Lowe, who's retired. James Roberts, Bailey Serenin. Jack Johns, Joseph Suwali, Corey Allen, Tom Mamoni, and that's about enough. Um, a couple of other guys I don't know. Their top team, very impressive. Very, oh, very impressive. Latrell, AJ, who they re-signed, Dangangai, Campbell Graham, Josh Mansour. Going to be a great signing, Josh Mansour. Cody yep. Walker, Adam Reynolds, Tom Burgess, Damien Cook, Totola, who came really good last year. Jaden Sewer's an origin player now. Kilo Matangi, who is awesome. Cameron Murray, Jai Arrow, Liam Knight, I like. Jacob Host, and 
the Māori prince, the great, the immortal and waiting Benji Marshall. I've also got Braden Burns, Jed Cartwright, Stephen Masters, Jackson Paulo, Tane Milne. This is a really, really good side. Um, I have them finishing fifth. I have them potentially competing for for the title. I think that they're a team that maybe regular season they might go through the motions a little bit, but when it comes when Wayne gets them into a semi final, I think they'll win one, maybe two semi finals, and and they can be right right up there. Um, love what the Rabbitohs have done. Wayne's last year. It would not surprise me if they make the grand final. Yeah, well, I have them as finishing second regular season and winning the uh, winning the grand final. Wow. I just think lateral is going to be... Yes, yeah, he's going to be amazing. Just going back at fullback. Bennett, <sighs> best out of him. Yep. Him linking with Cody is just indigenous magic, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's beautiful to watch. Yeah, it's 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 exciting. Yeah, I do like the. I cannot wait to see that game, first game. Oh, it's huge, isn't it? This Thursday. Yeah. Oof. Home straight Roosters. The they were going for three in a row last year. They've only bought in Adam Kieran and Joseph Suali. Mitchell Orbison's retired. Flanagan's been told to fuck off. Posafumaseli has gone to the Dragons. Ryan Hall's gone back to Hull. Christian Toibelotu. And Sonny Bill Williams has been released. Forgot they even played last year. Roosters. Tedesco, Tupo, Morris, Manu, Morris. Wow. Lachlan wow. Lamb and Kerry at seven. So Kerry's been moved to seven. JWH and aging Jake Friend. So he's going to be need to spell by Verils when Verils comes back from his ACL. Takiaho, Topanunia, Crichton, Liu, Butcher, Collins, Hutchinson. And then a guy, Daniel Saluka Fafida. Oh, so he was calling himself Daniel Fafida last year, wasn't he? So maybe he's added an extra name in there. Boyd Cordner, um, Adam Kieran, Victor Radley is an X Factor. Joseph Suali is an X Factor. Sam Verrills, Sam Walker is an X Factor. Fuck. So do I have the Roosters too low? I think they've just been at the top of the perch for so long, and and I guess they did lose in a semi-final okay. last year. Where have you got them? I've got them sixth. I've got them fourth. I I, I don't see how Lachlan Lamb is an improvement on Cole Flanagan. I find that odd. Mm, I think that Flanagan was just didn't gel with Kerry. But I think Sam Walker is the future there, mate. So maybe they got off signing yeah. into a long-term deal and they thought Lock and Lamb can come in and basically um, do a job for a year. Maybe even not. Maybe even Walker comes in for him. And Joseph Suwali is is the most exciting young rugby league talent we've seen. Um, Despite the hype. Yeah, for a while. Since Carl Felega. Since Carl Felega. Yeah. A.K.A. Carl McNichol. <laughs> um. But we know we all know how that ended up. We do. I think Roosters. I think still health is going to be a concern. They do have quite an aging team, so you're going to see the management of the friends, the corners, the Morris brothers. But I, that's why I think that Trent will just get them 
into the eight. He'll be doing his best to get them into the four, but it's going to be pretty tight. Um, I think four, five, six is you could throw a blanket over them, even seven. Um, I see the Roosters having a pretty good um, crack at the title again. Um, there's no reason why they can't win it. But I, and I, I forgot to tell you what I called my dog too. Yeah, Eastwood. You did tell Eastwood. me after the great yeah. Greg Eastwood. Tell our listeners. Yeah, well, that that is um, it's a very strong name. He was a very strong player. I miss him. The way mm. he used to play his football, he was he was awesome. Yeah, no, he 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 was he was a Kiwi, uh, modern day Kiwi great. So- Right, he was just under great Oregon. No, he was a good. He was a good. Yeah, yeah, he was a good. Right, last team. Very apt that it's last. The Tigers, new faces: James Roberts, James Tarmel, Joe Ofangawe, Tuki Simpkins, Dane Laurie, Tom Amoni. Some quite good purchases. They've lost Chris. Yeah. Now, this is probably more. This is who they've lost. Chris Lawrence, Chris McQueen, Robert Jennings, Matt Eisenhuth, Harry Grant's gone back, Sam McIntyre, Josh Oloa, Josh Reynolds. Fuck, they've got some names and some money off the cap. Kane Bradley, Benji Marshall, Paul Momorowski. Them getting rid of Paul Momorowski is a stupid move. Oh, but did they swap him? Dane Laurie. Dane Laurie looked a trial, but gee, looked good in that trial. Did they they trade him for Dane Laurie? Basically, yeah. That's That's a great deal. The predicted lineup. For who? Tigers. For both? Yeah. Dane Laurie, Nofaluma, James Roberts, Joey Lalua, Tommy Talau. That's some reggae there. Moses Mbai and Luke Brooks. You're not going anywhere with those halves. James Tamo, Jacob Little, Joe Afangawe, Luke Garner, Lucky Lalua, Alex Twal, Thomas McKayley, Stefan Utkamani, Russell Packer still there, Jake Simkin. Adam Dewey, who will be coming in uh, when he's healthy. Michael Cheekham, maybe the same. Billy Walters is hanging around. Sean Bloor, I like. Okay. So I have the Tigers 13th, but there's no reason why they can't challenge for ninth. <laughs> I've got them ninth. They have to be ninth. <laughs> they could easily get ninth. Not a bad team. What's Mads doing wrong? Frisky, frisky team. Aren't they? What's they're going to be frisky. I just think they're missing... Like, if you, if you had this team, right? They just need one star. Because it's quite a good conglomeration of solid players, but they need a star. Yeah, Luke Brooks. <laughs> Ooh. I mean, when he's the face of your team, who's captain? Dane Laurie oh, could be. Tamo. Yeah, who knows? Moses and buy on that money though. That's a that's a fucking chain around your neck. Nice guy though. Yeah, he's beautifully smoking. Um, that's it. Where have you got the Tigers? You got them ninth. Ninth. Yep. Yeah, I got them thirteenth. Um, we've gone through our eight miners, Panthers, Raiders, Storm Warriors, Rabbitohs, Roosters, Manly Eels. I have the minor premiers, Panthers. I have the premiers as the Panthers. I have my spoon, the Dragons. So my eight is Storm, Rabbitohs, Panthers, Roosters, Warriors, Manly, Raiders, Eels. My premiers is Souths. My 
Wooden Spoon is the Dragons. And my Dallium, not that it even matters these days, is Cody Walker. I've got Dallium, I've got Roger. But we've got the same eight and we've got the same spoon. So that's it feels good. Well, that that's our, we'll, we will do our next show next weekend and that'll be after a round of footy. So fuck, looking what? forward to it. This Thursday is going to be an amazing game, kicking off the season. Um, look forward to you, maybe maybe a couple of live interviews from the game. Uh, yep, not sure thing. Yeah, get a few people's thoughts on on this on the season, um, and we'll come from a weekly Sunday slot into the earlobes on Monday morning. You've got to love your league. Got to love your league. If he leaves me now, it takes away the biggest part of me. Takes away the biggest part of me. Ooh, no, Roger, please don't go. Ooh, no, I just want you to play.